Welcome to Musings from Melanated Minds podcast. If you like what you hear, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Musings Media. Other than that, we hope you enjoy the show. Who are you today? Um, Jonathan Major's wife. That is actually related to mine. Who are you going to be? No spoilers, but I am Little Apples at the end of time. There you go. Two to be exact. Um, yeah. yeah, that's exactly who I am. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How are you, friend? It's been a minute. It's been a good minute. It's been a moment. Yes, it has been a moment. I, in my mind, this is like our season two finale. What are your thoughts? I can get behind that. I can get behind that for sure. Because I have, I have big plans and ideas for season three. I just think we need a minute and you are about to move. Yeah. 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 And very real. That feels like a big marker. I mean, um, everything is coming up. Okay. Excuse me. Everything is coming up in a good way. So I'm happy. So, um, so did things shake out the way we wanted them to? Yeah. I got the apartment I wanted. Um, I signed my lease this morning, as a matter of fact. Um, I paid the deposit and everything. I set up Entergy, which is my new, you know, provider, which is nice. Um, I'm excited overall. Like, the moving company is set. Like, everything is together. Now live in a new place. I have a home now. And this is, it's, it's a fantastic time overall, to be completely honest with you give my life update because mine is not like yours I woke up this morning mm-hmm. I had a thought and then for some reason that thought triggered just like a series of anxieties mm-hmm. um oh wow and it wasn't a bad thought it was actually a good thought but like my brain was like nope I can't handle that um so then I got really tired so I was like you know what let me like rest because I keep pulling the hermit card so I was like let me rest my energies um <laughs> So I rested for a little bit. Then I decided to like listen to a podcast because I'm trying to get back into podcasts. I actually read, I listened to one recently that was very interesting. We could talk about it. Because okay. once I give the end of my update, we can get there. But like, yeah, so I, I ended up listening to Erotic is Power by Angela Davis. Okay. Oh, okay. Ooh, excuse my French. Audrey Lord. I am Audrey so Lord. sorry. Audrey I was like. I am a black intellectual. I do apologize. Um, yes. So I listened to that and then I fell asleep and then I had like the most eerie dream, like nothing weird, nothing bad happened, but the energy of the dream was just incorrect. At one point I woke up talking about Satan, which was very scary. Um, the like entire cast of station 19 was there, um, including the little Italian John. Oh Lord. You don't watch it anymore. Point is she had on this cute shirt and then she started taking the shirt off and then we couldn't get the shirt back on. It was very confusing. Um, point is I woke up in the dream just I did not feel good about the dream um yeah and so I've just been trying to like ground myself since and I just feel like I can't and it's been very frustrating I don't know because something I've been thinking a lot about recently is what does it mean to master my own energy you feel me particularly as I am and am not entertaining you know the as I like to call them the twitter witches twitter horoscope people's 
Like, because it's one of those things where it's like, if you believe some of the things, do you believe others? And it's the whole, take what you want, take what you can. But like, still, like, how much do you open yourself up to believing if you do entertain these things? And then I saw, ooh. No, you good. No, no, I'm, I feel that. Um, and then I watched, uh, I followed one of these little Christian TikTok girls and she made a TikTok about like different kinds of Christians and then basically made the joke that like Christians who believe in crystals aren't legit or something. And so then I'm thinking about this idea of like, what does it mean to navigate faith in non-traditional ways? Cause I do at times identify as a religious person, but as you know, I just pulled my tarot. Yeah. And my tarot has been something I've been doing consistently, but also like, what does it mean to no longer feel like my relationship to God feels like a labor, but that I do feel like I'm constantly doing the work of God. Oh, like. I feel like I have built so many rituals into my life that I really love because it's like, I'm worshiping whether I mean to or not. Exactly. Also, mm-hmm. also the fact that like, I usually, when I go to sleep, I play music mm-hmm. while I sleep to protect me. And when I took this nap, I didn't. And what did that leave me open to? But I say all of that to say, I am thinking about this idea of the relationship between spirit and sexuality mm-hmm. and like the and, and the erotic is power. Cause the podcast I listened to yesterday was about this, black erotica website called black touch blk touch and basically this man he started out as like a photographer you might i think you might like it basically he started out as this photographer and so he was doing and like videographer and so then he's doing a little like scene and the scene turned to sex and from there he basically created his own erotica company and so he does different scenes he does a lot of stuff around kink um and I'm really thinking about this idea of what does it mean to have a relationship with erotic images and and Mm -hmm. the eroticness of of self because I think there's this idea that as as like Christian people as religious people we're not supposed to like deal in fleshly earthly things like sex or tarot or crystals or da 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 and so it's like this idea of you have to like fight the temptations of flesh but for me, something I realized was like, when I allowed myself to just honor all of the feelings and desires I had, it made it so much easier for me to just do what I got to do. Yeah. If I'm not worried about all the ways I might be failing God, I could just love God and do the things that, that move me. So that's, that's where I am. No, that's real. Yes. Thank you for giving me some room to talk about that because I still feel icky. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, oh, I feel like, um. I've never been a fan of people who discuss, well, not discuss, but like have opinions on what makes a person a specific type of person. So for example, in your case, um, the girl talking about what like Christians who dibble and dabble in this isn't like a quote unquote, like real Christian or not following the faith properly and things of that nature. In the same way, I don't like when people are like, oh, you're not a real black person if you do X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? Like my experience with blackness your experience with christianity like they're personal and not it's not going to fit absolutely. it's not going to fit everyone the same absolutely yeah absolutely also like i was talking to someone yesterday because i was like someone came up to me and they wanted to talk about god i'm mm-hmm. so excited i was like oh bet i would love to talk to you about god especially because god has called me to talk to more people mm-hmm. more people oh, catch my <laughs> um, and so 
then I was talking to somebody else and they're like, oh, I'm not going to talk to you about God. And I was like, oh no, like I'm not that kind of person who's going to preach at you. And then we just started having a conversation and they were saying how they've had experiences where they studied other faiths and they went to temple and da, 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 da. And I'm like, see, it's as simple as that. Like having that conversation about God doesn't have to be, have to have so much pressure on it. And I agree. I think there's this idea that like when people have shared identities, it's like, okay, so because we share this identity, there then has to be a standard for what that identity is. Absolutely. It's like, no, girl, we can even share the same identity and call it different things. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because like we said, it's deeply personal. Like, and so I think that's the thing is like, I'm, I think the thing I'm struggling with right now is figuring out how do I place my personal relationship with all of my identities within a greater political world. Mm-hmm. Especially because t- Twitter today was just not giving me what I needed. Twitter is an anxiety spiral if you let it. If you let it, yes. If you absolutely let it, yes. I just could not, honestly, I could not do it today. Also, sorry, fun fact. I have been on Twitter 11 years in like three days. Yeah. My anniversary was like Monday. Well, congratulations. <laughs> um, you know. Well, that helped way too fucking long. Well. A long time. Important time. Um, I don't know. I think with Twitter, like I was one of those people who joined and then just never used it until I used it and then it was too much. Yeah. And I think I go through these cycles where um, I deeply like or get invested into one app and then that fizzles out and I go to the next app fizzles out until I don't like the app anymore. So like those are my feelings towards like Instagram and I don't really use Facebook. I think I keep Facebook around just truly because of my relatives mm-hmm. um, and give big life updates there mostly because that's where I know they are, right? That makes sense. Instagram, I don't love, but I started looking at Instagram in a different light recently and just like posting what I want to post, even though I don't post often to be honest with you, but just utilizing it the way I want to and not fall trap to all the societal pressures that's on there twitter i have a complicated relationship with because twitter so you and i've talked about this before but i use twitter i initially wanted it to be a professional type of thing but mm-hmm. then i get stuck on like wanting to post like yesterday i wanted to post something about the multiverse and i was just like you could be a professional nerd I put in my bio, I updated it to include a massive nerd or something like that. So when I do post, but my thing was going to be like, it was a picture of the multiverse spreading. And I was in one of these multiverses, Bucky is definitely bisexual. And I just like kept it and called it a good day. But then I was like, I shouldn't post this because. My feelings about this have nothing to do with professionalism. I love you yeah well so he's already bisexual on the sacred timeline so i don't know why he's bisexual on the sacred timeline but marvel want to play like he's not so i'm gonna go forth also and only play. one babes there's so many multiverses that is very true oh also spoilers <laughs> spoilers if you have not watched well, not, well not full spoilers because we already knew there was a multiverse of madness Oh, well, maybe I just made the spoiler worse because I made gave the spoiler says spoilers for Loki and now they know something happens. 
Well, you would think something would happen in a season finale. Yeah, but what if? It's, you didn't, I, don't I know that's fair. But I'm what I'm saying is we didn't actually spoil what happened. Yes. Okay. So, but to be fair, there will be spoilers on this episode. I feel like probably because um, we also need to talk about Black Widow because we really just like yes. both saw it and then said nothing about it. Um, which kind of fits, but also, I don't know what was I gonna say. Um. I was going to say about social media, I think like, so I was talking to my friend yesterday because we were talking about like, what does it mean to be able to cultivate your social media experience? And the fact that I have been on Twitter for 11 years, I absolutely can't change my Twitter. Like I basically just have to start over, which I have in some senses and have not. Okay. Also, I have a professional Twitter that I don't use because I don't have nothing to say. Um, and when I do have something to say, it's usually because I'm bored on the internet. Um, like I really started tweeting about the last two episodes of Loki and then someone engaged with it and I had to change my opinion like 10, 15 minutes into the last episode. Yeah, it was yeah. it was very awkward. Um, shout out to her or them. Um, point is, my point is, I think with Instagram, it's a little easier to like manipulate the algorithm because if you just follow a bunch of the same type of people, eventually Instagram's like, okay, girl, you want to see this? That's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like TikTok has been one of those things where it's it's the only app I feel like that gives me what I need when I need it and like feels so much more manipulatable because you'll never you never really know what you're gonna get when you get on the app. Yeah. And I definitely like I'm not gonna lie, my ADHD has been raging these past couple like days. So some some of these TikToks be boring, especially now if it's three minutes and you only talking. I can't. So, okay, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. The three minutes isn't giving what I think it's supposed to give because it's cute in theory to be able to have these longer, you know, conversations. And in reality, they're only three minutes long, but then you sit and realize how long three minutes truly is. Yes. Like, do you have fish? Yeah. How did I not know you had fish? Oh my God, did I never, sh- I'll take a picture or uh, FaceTime you downstairs. Give me your fish, yes. This one is a small, tiny one. That's wild. Downstairs is huge. Oh my goodness, you live in an aquarium. They my mama, yeah, they my mama's fish. Like I feel like now that now that we say this, I feel like I remember you saying your mama had fish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also, am I coming to your house? I mean, you can, you got about 15 days left to do it. I bet we gonna figure it out. Um, Bella. Um, yeah. Days left in this godforsaken city. No, the city's actually beautiful. I had a new appreciation for Philadelphia. Hi, ma'am. Philly is a city that we reside in. Yes. And I love it for what it has provided me. Yeah. And yeah, and yeah. we will see how long it keeps me for. Um, it's kept you for a while. Yeah, girl, I've been here a minute. My God, about to be seven years. You remember when you wanted to fake move to Boston for like a hot second? Not Boston. I was looking at a number of places. It was Boston. I would never move to Boston. It was it was Delaware. It was DC. It was the Pacific Northwest. It was Portland. Remember, I was taking them quizzes. I, I was remember. But tell me where to move. Like one of them was in Boston for a, it was a hot second. It was, not, it was not long. I will say that. But I remember you saying Boston. Yes, the week of me taking some quizzes because I didn't want to be here no more. You were done. You were in that class. You sat there that whole time, just being like, 
what do you think about Portland? I said, now, now wait. <laughs> now wait a second. Everything but be in that class. Oh, man. Oh, I was ready to move to Pacific Northwest. I was like, where is there rain? You want to know what's crazy? I love the rain. And you know I love the rain. I love the rain. I think that connects us. But definitely, I'm I'm on TikTok. One of my favorite TikTokers is a, she's a, I guess a food blogger, but not really. She does something. But, um her husband is basically trying to convince her to move to portland because oh. that's where he's from and he's like a cyclist so that's like a cyclist this is going to annoy me it's like a biking like a cyclist city, city, yeah. uh, person and so but the thing is that she's black he i do not know where he is like where his family is from i know they live in portland and have lived in portland for like 40 some odd years but i'm not sure like whatever mm-hmm. and he she's basically like I am black. You can't see me there. There are black people in Portland. Barely though. And she, least, yeah. No, there's like barely, but there were at least two people from our program that were black. From yeah, Portland. From Portland. She basically was just saying like there are more Black Lives Matter signs than there are black people. Black lives? Yes. Yeah. I believe that. I 110% believe that. I was just like, okay, sis, I don't know what you like. I don't know. So she so basically that plus the cost, she's basically saying no to Portland, but he wants to live there so you know yeah. i was like oh this is marriage problems like these are things and ultimately well, he's compassionate in the sense of understanding that she's a black person is going to have an uncomfortable time living in a city that absolutely that does not hold her oregon please I, I just wish that there was a there was an area like the pacific northwest that had black people because you can't mean i can have mountains and rain and cool air though let's you know what we have to acknowledge that the climate crisis is not treating the Pacific Northwest well right now. I think that's also part of my anxiety is that like we are right smack dab in the middle of climate catastrophe. And you have people talking. Normal. What? Everyone's acting normal. Right. Also the fact that we are in the middle of the pandemic and people acting like no more pandemic. That we are uh, free. And I'm like, baby, we are one wrong turn away from being shut down again. What do you mean one wrong? We are going to be shut down again. I plan to be in the house. I firmly believe we are. And this is why I need to set up my apartment very lovely because you will Lombada, be or however you say Lambda, Lambada, the new strand. Maybe Lambda? Lambda, Lambada, whatever her name is. She's Lambada friend. <laughs> also, you just skipped Delta. I mean, Delta is doing what needs to be done. Well, no, it's not. Delta is, is doing the most. However, however, Lobata's coming, and we don't quite know the efficacy of these vaccines with Lobata because the, the data is a little question marky. No, yes, because people were saying that people are ending up in the hospital testing positive. Um, but you know, I think that's also the thing I'm struggling with is people who are acting like, um, this is the apocalypse, so we're just gonna sit around and tweet about how it's the apocalypse. And it's like, no, babes, how about we imagine a future that's better than this? How about we do something? How about you know, like we as individuals. Decide we're going to do different. That's how I feel. Well, historically, humans historically. don't want to do stuff. <laughs> they don't, and it's stupid. And it's like, okay, girl, you want to watch the fall of an empire? That's cute. That's fine. What are you going to do about your empire? Okay? Or are you too busy watching empire? See, I would be such a I'm good host. I'm tired. I am exhausted. If I really want to, I could be so annoyed. Anyway, it's not my point. My point is, is I think uh, I went to like the, um, I was like looking, I don't know. 
I'm thinking just a lot about the future that I'm trying to cultivate for myself and where in it I feel safe and where in it I find a path forward. Yeah. And I think the thing that's frustrating me is all of the energy and anxiety that is holding me and the collective back. Because I remember what it felt like to feel like the world was ending. I do. And this don't feel like that. But people run around like they chickens with their heads cut off, wanting to shake their ass in Tulum. Like, that's cute. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. I'm not going to tell you no. I don't know. Countries are shutting back down again. You said Tulum, and it made me say, like, oh, I will let it go to Tulum. And I was like, oh, no, countries are shutting back down. Bro, I don't... I don't want to shake my ass at somebody else's expense. No, God, no. I mean, Americans... No, I know what you mean. Absolutely, I want to go on vacation. I think we all want to go on vacation. I was going to say, Americans also have a very nasty habit of being inherently selfish um, and thinking only of self. uh, And that is across all races, right, of Americans. Um, Yeah. Mm -mm, This country is something else. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I have something I want to talk to you about after the call, but how about we talk about Black Widow? I thought it was, I thought it was an incredible film featuring Florence Pugh about child sex trafficking. Okay, so I, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Um, I have a lot of opinions on the film, mainly that the MCU had one real job, right? Yeah. Kevin had one. Let me stop just blaming Kevin because it's a team of them. But <laughs> what was her name? Like Katie or something? I don't know what her name was. They had one job, and the job was to redeem Black Widow. And they had the odds were already stacked against them because, being honest, you were trying to make me care about a character that I know was already dead. Nothing was going to change the fact of a matter that I knew. Like, for example, when she had the little fight scene. We all knew mama was going to survive because we all saw her take her final breath off that rock. <laughs> okay? <laughs> but also, we also, we usually know that she going to survive these things. Like, I never thought it was life or death. We, but that's the thing. We knew it wasn't life or death. And we I knew how it was going to shake out in the end. Yes, so, I agree. So also, I didn't care about her regardless. I mean, I never disliked Black Widow's character. I never liked her character either. You know, like I just felt like she served, her whole purpose was to be the woman in the room. So that way, like Marvel has a woman in the room. A woman, just a pair of tits and ass to flirt at. Truly, truly to distract from whatever else is going on. And I felt like some of the cinematography, some of the shots that they took were completely unnecessary because like, I don't need Boom. to see Scarlett Johansson figure the entire movie. Like, Why are we following her ass? doesn't make no sense to me i'm like and this is supposed to be your girl power movie i am tired (laughs) i am exhausted okay i can tell that a lot of white women were in the helm of this right this this felt very girl boss gaslight um energy (laughs) right can't keep energy um and honestly it made uh what else did she do um um give me one second i'm on her wiki she's australian okay um filmography girl nothing but yeah long television it was not giving what it was supposed to give in in that regards of making her a well-rounded character and then also this movie should have been a movie that came out six five six seven years ago um so it's just like uh 
highlights though true highlights um florence Pugh, mama eight um and i was accent i was not no i was not a fan of her being in the mcu i was being honest like i was just like i don't want to see this girl like for what bring it i'd like to see it i'd like to see it i'd pay my money like yes yes and you know um uh, here's what I will say. Something I realized is that it's not that I don't like Black Widow. It's that I don't like Scarlett Johansson. Everyone doesn't okay. like anyone. With Nobody sense. likes her. I was gonna say anyone with sense does not like Scarlett Johansson. Anyone who sees her beyond being a woman does not like her. Cause one, she talk out her ass, and two, she can't act. She cannot act at all. The fact that she's the only one who didn't even try to do an accent. How, how we a Russian family, you didn't even, because if you think about it, when you're with your family, you gonna code switch. That's a fact. Oh. You couldn't even pick up a little bit of an accent? Did she ever have an accent, first of all? I don't even think she tried. Didn't even meet with a dialect coach. No, I think part of that, though, was supposed to be, and, and maybe, you know how Marvel got a lot of flack for Wanda not having her accent? Like, it was... It was very inconsistent, yes. yes. So I think Kevin was just like, baby, just stick to what you're doing. Just stick to what you know. <laughs> We're not going to complicate it. We know you can't do it. Um, but no, yeah. What I will say about the movie is I think I came in with such low expectations. Yeah. That even the little opening sequence raised the bar. For I was like, oh, we talk about real things. Okay. okay. The, little thing, the little parent, little family thing at the beginning. I was like, damn, shit's getting real. Um, yeah, and I think the story that they were trying to tell was actually very interesting yeah. and also somewhat heartbreaking because it's this idea of like, what does it mean to tell a story that no one knows about and like doesn't change anything? Yeah. But it means so much. You got all these Black Widows, all these girls all over the world. And yet it took us, what, six, seven years to tell this story. And then it doesn't even matter in the grand scheme of things. Nope. Because two weeks later, she's off uh, saving um, Wanda and what's his face from the little uh, Thanos' people. Yep. I was going to call him Paul. Um, Children of Thanos. Oh, we got to talk about Emmys too. Yeah. Baby, now that's what we need to talk about. I'm tired. It makes that's why I couldn't be on Twitter the other day because it that was making me mad when they was talking about uh, uh best actress in a limited series and they said Kate Winslet was about to eat on my face on my face. Do I look like I, re- I watched the mayor of Eastwood? Please, did you watch it? No, did everyone, you? I have not watched it. No, everyone I know who has watched, like, no personally who has watched it, loved it. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I did I did the whole female-driven crime suspense series, okay? I did Sharp Objects. I did The Undoing. I don't need to do this one. I don't want to. It's the same it's the same concept. I, mean, I get it. If HBO's not going to do nothing else, they're going to recycle it, okay? If HBO same concept. Else. <laughs> they said, "Can we get a can we get a white woman who maybe has red hair?" Honestly, let's get a ginger and some suspense and a murder. And that's fine. That's absolutely fine. But Amy Adams did it best. Well, yes, yes, yes. I feel like with the Emmys this year, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I have a couple of questions. Girl. 
Does it make sense? It doesn't make sense. That's the thing. Like, I just have, I have questions on how did we come up with this list? Like, what were, what, what were all of you thinking? And then I know HBO feels like some sort of way because they fumbled a true bag. What, what uh, with uh, Lovecraft? Yes. Yes. Girl, no, they didn't. I don't want that. I don't want I season this. two. Hear me out. Hear me out. As a person who watched this story and thought it was already marketed as a miniseries, right? Because in my mind, yes. I always thought this was a miniseries. It yes. contained enough of the story for me where I didn't need it. But a money bag, on the other hand, when you think about it from a money perspective and you think That's about true. it, the actors all their that schedules ahead of time for this, then yes. it's like, all right, now, yes. now, from H- a business store. But the thing is, is if they had actually done season two and done it for all the reasons you named, it wouldn't have been good. That is Season one was already stretching it very thin. Honestly, if they had wanted to do this more thoughtfully, they could have taken season one and turned that into like three full seasons. Honestly, just going to the house could, that first episode could have been an entire season. Mm -hmm. So... I'm looking at this. You see me looking to the side. I'm looking at varieties, like the list of Emmy noms. And I'm, I'm on a, I'm on Emmys.com. And I felt like so. I'm looking at drama series, right? They're all vastly different. Like even the drama series are vastly different from one another. Like, and I get that this there are some genres, but like, you mean they are all technically. They just they just feel vastly different. And I get, I do get it, but does that now? Is it time to create subcategories within the Emmys? Oscars, I don't like that. All that. Nope. That's that's how you get Urban Contemporary at the Grammys. True, but this is how you also get Bridgerton, The Crown, <laughs> The Handmaid's Tale, Lovecraft, The Mandalorian, Pose, and This Is Us in the same and The Boys in the same category. Okay, but I think that's I think what that shows us is that we are at a beautiful time in television where television can be so many different things because it's not just streaming, it's not just prime time, it's not just cable, it's all of these things together. Okay. Um, I will say I'm I'm gonna go with white supremacy. I'm gonna say the crown is gonna win. Honestly, that's what we should do. Let's just guess who we think is gonna win. Okay. So you say the crown. I'm gonna say I think the crown's gonna sweep this year because the princess die season, no way it doesn't sweep. True, 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 true. Drama series, I feel like. Have white people messed up recently that we know of? Because my caveat to the crown winning is if the white people have been doing the most, blacks are sweeping, period. Fair, but I don't think Lovecraft will sweep. White people, white people watch Lovecraft and got Lovecraft uncomfortable. Not the only one that's like you think this is us? They're gonna give it to I feel like if anything, they'd give it to Sterling before they'd give it to the show. I mean, absolutely. But what I'm looking at is you have Bridgerton. Girl, if they give Bridgerton an Emmy. If they give Bridgerton an Emmy, you also have. Problems. I'm burning this. If they give Bridgerton an Emmy, I'm burning the Academy down because at that point you're just you're you're wasting our time. At this point, why do I even bother believing in you? I already don't believe in them, but that's not even trying. That's not even white supremacy. That is white mediocrity. And I apologize, Shonda, but it is. I mean, this is a show once again where its core audience doesn't look like children. Um, <laughs> no, 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 but their core audience is 15 year old white girls. Like, please, that's not, that's not the Academy. All right. So your, your bet is four year old white men. Your bet is the crowd. I'm going to say if I got to rank them. Okay. Here's how we could do it. We could do top three. Um, I'm going to say the crown. If not the crown, then maybe oh, girl, they're going to do handmaid's tale. I feel like handmaid's tale is like if they, if nothing else. 
I don't I don't think, and it, out of this choice, I don't think hands made tell is gonna win. I don't no, definitely not. I feel like if it was like a couple years ago, yes, but like absolutely. not anymore. Absolutely. No one's watching it anymore. Okay, for so I'm gonna Trump say years, the crown the Trump years absolutely would have ate. Would have ate. Oh, during the Trump years, it was automatic. <laughs> the first three seasons they said Elizabeth Moss, absolutely. Oh. Okay, I'm gonna say it's the crown, Lovecraft Country, the boys. The boys just be like the woke neoliberal like we're white but we still care yeah like we're white but we say a cab in our biopic um and then like this is us and pose are like damn we feel guilty or like we want to what no go ahead no i was gonna say we feel like it's like oh we like we want to donate to a gofundme because we realized we have too much money that's what this is us and pose winning feels like i think so mine is gonna go the crown. I do think the crown will win, but I think the crown, Lovecraft, and then I'm gonna go pose because I feel like their guilt is going to get them, and they're gonna be like, "This is." And then it's it, because it's guilt, but hear me out. It's them self congratulating themselves for choosing something different. Yes, so I exactly feel like, that's the point. like, "Oh my god, we did it! We did it!" Especially on its final season, like, right? Ooh, that is true. That it is. The, I feel like because it's the final season, but also look at what happened with Insecure insecure they swore they was gonna get it last year they rented out a football stadium that's how sure they were they really did they had a football stadium and she's fucking annihilated um okay so do we want to do lead actor are we just doing drama real quick let's do drama and then we find uh, in a drama you ready yes um so i'm gonna say i'm saying i'm sick and tired of billy so absolutely not Billy don't need no more Emmys. Please leave me alone. Um, I think it's going to be between Jonathan, Josh O'Connor, and Sterling. I feel like we've given Sterling his due. So really it's between Jonathan and Josh. And um, I said this. I had this conversation with my mother. I had my... I literally... I'm going to say... I'm going to say... if I feel like they're they're going to want the crown to sweep but they might throw us Jonathan just so they don't seem so racist. It's going to be Jonathan. I can tell you this right now. Jonathan Majors is going home with an Emmy. They're going, because they're recreating, hear me out, they're recreating Yaya's moment from last year. <laughs> but that feels too easy. Also, exactly. I'm sorry, but like, I'm sorry, but like, Lovecraft Country has nothing on Watchmen. I'm sorry. At all, at all, at all. They are two distinctly different. Watchmen undeniably <laughs> easy. Okay. <laughs> they can fuck down, bro. It it sat down, got a buffet card, and said, I'm gonna eat. Straight okay. Up I got like, annihilated. Yeah, but I feel like they're gonna recreate that moment. I feel like that's what's it's what if they give a direct I'm gonna be like also who even is Matthew Rice? Reese? Reese, the dude from Perry Mason. You watch Perry Mason? I watched the original Perry Mason, so I tuned in for one episode and I was just like, it's not for me anymore, but that's okay. What is Perry? Is it like British? Perry Mason's like the the little the crime drama in the courtroom. I don't know what that is. Moving they on. Crime. Okay. Oh, who cares? Um, okay. Outstanding lead actress. Um, I think it might be Emma Corrin. Okay. Yeah, I feel like because I'm a, I, as much as I'm happy she finally got her due. They absolutely gave MJ that nomination just because. And this is not about to be Viola for how to get away. It's not. 
And that's what makes me really sad. Uh, I'll agree with you with that. Yes. So I think it's going to be Emma Corinne. Olivia Coleman. I feel like we've we've done it. We know she's good. Right. Mean it. Journey, Journey don't need an Emmy for playing herself. Uzo got about 15 of these, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, she do for uh, Orange is the New Black. Also, also, Entryman does not look good. I'm sorry. I watched all of 10 minutes. It was not good. Her and Anthony Ramos together can't act. Well, Anthony Ramos can't. 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 Okay. Oh. Does not have the ability. Okay. See, I knew. Okay, so the little brown boy from Black Widow, I knew he was in uh, Handmaid's Tale. And I guess he had multiple lines in it because now he's nominated. Really? Um, also, this supporting actor in a drama series, this is a weird one. I'm just going to say Michael. I think this is Michael K. Williams because none of these other people really inspire me. Perry. I think that's where we'll get it. It's the like supporting. I think Michael's going to win. John Carlos and John Carlos should have honestly gotten it for uh, the boys more than The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I don't watch The Mandalorian. I think it's wild boring, but. Giancarlo eight in the boys. Okay, moving on. Next, OT. I'm not going. He's very cute. Uh, supporting actress. I'm gonna say Audrey Ellis. That's my final answer. Absolutely. That's my final answer. Absolutely. Okay, because mind you, fucking Camilla from The Crown is nominated, and that don't make no sense. What Camilla do? Okay. Anyway, Audrey Ellis, moving on. Um, Courtney B. Vance was in it for all of one episode. Don Cheadle was there for all of 10 minutes. He was either one. all of three minutes. <laughs> either one. Honestly, either one. Uh, did Don Cheadle win for Black Monday? Like, has, does he have an Emmy for Black Monday? No, I don't think so. Not, I know he was nominated, but I don't think he won. I think... Because um, Black, Black Monday deserved an Emmy. They won. Okay, Courtney B. Vance. I love how we're not even talking about it anymore. We're not even going into detail. Outstanding guest actor in a drama series. I say Courtney B. Vance. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, outstanding guest actors in a drama series. Girl, this is a terrible one. Clear Foy. Okay. Girl, because are they really going to give Felicia Rashad for This Is Us? After all that foolishness she done pulled? Now I was gonna say, can we be honest? If she didn't, if she didn't fumble this bag about three weeks ago, I think we would have been like, maybe, maybe, maybe it would have been a strong maybe, just because the rest of this category is so weak. Yeah. Um. Even though I did like what's her face, the black lady from Ratchet, but like not enough. Okay. Yeah. No, Mama fumbled. We're not doing this anymore. Um. Okay. Outstanding directing. Oh, girl, I don't care. Okay. Can we just do the acting ones? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, do we want to do, do we want to go back to comedy or we want to go to limited? Oh, let's go limited. Yeah, and then we can do comedy less. I think we can skip reality. Um, okay, outstanding limited. Girl, if it's not I May Destroy You, get the fuck out of my face. I said this, like, best piece of television here. Bro. Like, this. Bro, this, if this is not Michaela's Phoebe Waller-Bridge flea bag Emmy season, don't talk to me. I need her to get the BAFTA, the Emmy, the Emmy, the Emmy. Like, it's simple. It's that simple. I agree with you. It was a phenomenal show. And, like, as, as much as I loved WandaVision, that does not need an Emmy. Marvel does not need Emmys. Hear me out, though. Hear me out. I do not not expect... I, oh, I should say it like this. I expect Marvel, specifically WandaVision, to sweep. And this only reason why 
one no because the academy they love they love 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 a story that's about television and wandavision at the end of the day while had a lot of inconsistencies it's, it's an old it's a show about tv okay it is a beautiful it, okay it is an incredible ode to television but no we have this conversation every time marvel has a good movie we're like do they deserve awards and they don't they don't they do not um also why is queen's gambit still here i i swear to god I if they can't already i could have swore we finished her season right like i swear to god there was an award show i opened the tv they said she won like it, i if i see anya taylor joy's pale face one more time on my tv i'm gonna throw something Moving on. Outstanding TV movie. Who knew Sylvie's Love was a television movie? I saw that and I cackled. I said, all righty. I'm going to say Mahalia because I love Westerface, but nobody saw any of these movies. No. Honestly, though, they might give it to Sylvie's Love. Just guess. Just guess. Okay. Oh, my God. Namdi about to have an Emmy for no reason. Namdi about to have an Emmy. I'm screaming. No, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Because nope, if that's if this the first like, I'm not gonna say real Emmy, but legitimate Emmy in their house, I'm gonna be mad. Moving on. Outstanding lead. Also, because you gotta go soon. Okay, a studied lead actor in a limited or girl Hamilton is not a limited series, and the movie came out like five years ago. We just nominate and nominate, baby. Like. Okay, this is the only time I say WandaVision can win. Though Hugh Grant kind of did eat, because I really thought that white man, something was wrong with that white man. I was, I was so certain something was wrong. I was like, something about this story don't make sense. And then it didn't. And the worst part was it made perfect sense because we all lied to ourselves. <laughs> all right, so you're going Hugh Grant for this one, for this category? You or Paul. Okay. Yes. What are you saying? Sure, but something tells me. Okay, I'll go, I'll go. Yes, I'll I'll play. Okay, you're gonna say Paul or I'm gonna you. say Paul. Okay, yes, because I think Paul really could win. Um, outstanding lead actress in a limited or anthology series. Cynthia don't even need to be here. When I saw Cynthia, I cackled. Okay, no, that is so offensive. That is offensive to me. That is offensive to uh, Aretha. That is offensive to television. It's offensive to movies. Um. There's only one correct answer. That's why, at least on my phone, they put her in the middle. Um, <laughs> it's Michaela Cole. Anything yeah. else? Miss me. I need Taylor Joy. Don't need no more things. For the same role. No, thank you. Um, outstanding supporting actor in a limited anthology series or movie. Papa Essiodu. That's my final answer. Okay. I didn't even know Evan Peters was on television in 2021 or 2020. He's in the mayor of Easttown. Girl, I'm not watching that. Moving on. Oh my gosh. Oh, this looks like a terrible category. Uh, uh, Catherine Hahn. I'm Catherine on uh, support Catherine Hahn. Let's Catherine give more things. <laughs> like, let's give more things. Or maybe Jean Smart, because I feel like I watched one episode of Hacks and I was like, you know what? I kind of like Jean Smart. <laughs> I watched a single episode and I was like, this is white women shit. And then I moved on with my day. Catherine Hahn or Jean Smart. Um, Ooh, I made sure he was nominated twice. I just hope that doesn't split the vote. But I want, okay. I may destroy you, period, for uh, directing and for writing. Oh my God, WandaVision is nominated for three writing Emmys? Yeah, Wanda's going to take that. that. Once again, the te- the, they love a story that about television. It they were nominated I feel like it's 23 be- times, and let's be clear. 
It's gonna win some. I think it's probably. I I'm not sure which episodes, but it's definitely the episode where uh where uh Catherine Hans uh character takes what's her face to all her little memories. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's that episode. Mm-hmm. That's gonna win. Okay, so we've done. Do we want? Okay, let's do comedy real quick, and then we gotta wrap up. Yeah. Um, outstanding comedy series. I'm gonna say Ted Lasso or Hacks. I did not watch Flight Attendant. I wasn't going to watch. Flight. I was not. I heard it was funny, but I don't care. Also, George from Grey's Anatomy is on it. I'm gonna say Hacks so they can say they that they care about women. Okay. Okay. They can say women are funny. Or well, Ted Lasso, just because. I was gonna say Ted Lasso because just based on some of the the press that has been happening recently. Yeah. Also, Jason Sudeikis has been in. Yeah, their favorite to win. Also, he did that little interview about what's her face leaving him for Harry Styles. So, like the way that this is set up, you know. Um, outstanding lead actor in a comedy series. I'm gonna say Jason Sudeikis. I feel like even if Ted Lasso doesn't win, Jason Sudeikis definitely will. Okay, I can get behind that. Who's watching Keenan? No one. Stop! I thought the show got canceled. (laughs) So (laughs) I genuinely believe that. so real the only time i've seen that show was in the commercials um i think gene smart is gonna win lead actress in a comedy series no because she's giving like a comedic uh jessica lang okay yes uh supporting actor in a comedy series but i want bowen to win he probably won't but i want him to that'd be nice right i think it's probably gonna be brendan hunt so like okay. of the other coach from Ted Lasso. Okay, supporting actress in a comedy series. Girl, SNL needs to be canceled. I'm like, why is it so on? It's not funny. It's not. It's not giving what it's supposed to. Anymore. See, this is a terrible category. I don't even want to pick. It's just a bunch of white women and Rosie Perez. And Rosie Perez. <laughs> Are we going Rosie Perez? I say, I feel like Rosie Perez. <laughs> Why not? Rosie Perez. Okay. Okay. Guest actor in a comedy series. Girl, what if they give it to Dave Chappelle? Stop it. Watch them give it to Dan Levy. They're definitely going to give it to Dan Levy, and that's going to be a hot ass. Absolutely. Period. Yeah. Or they might do Daniel Kaluuya. Maybe. Maybe. You never know. It has been his year. Made me itch. What? His episode of SNL made me itch. I don't even remember it. I don't think it was good. He was basically talk about, he made a joke how black people don't. Uh, yeah, no, it was actually people. very anti-black. It was extremely anti-black. Yes. Yes, the entire <laughs> episode was very anti-black. Moving on. Um, it's going to be Dan Levy so that or Dave Chappelle. They Either one so that they don't look racist. The Dave Chappelle one was hilarious because he was the one who said what I think about Pete Davidson. He said Pete Davidson looks yeah. like he's black. I remember. I, remember. I agree. I 100% agree. Okay, guest actress in a comedy series. Uh, ooh. I'm um, nominating uh, Issa for this. <laughs> Issa's a producer for the show, bro. Right. Like, that doesn't, doesn't count. If that's how Issa wins an Emmy, I'm going to be so sad for her. Oh, Yvette. I'm going to say either Maya Rudolph or Bernadette Peters. They that's also Maya. just because I love Bernadette Peters. What? They do love Maya. You want Maya? They love Maya. Yeah. Okay, ex- outstanding directing. Oh, Ted Lasso. Yeah. Oh, girl. Okay. Um. All right. I know you have a busy, busy schedule, so we had to make this episode quick. Um. But I guess my. Um. 
my question for the day is as you're moving into this new transition what is one thing you want to take with you and what is one thing you want to leave behind oh god I wasn't prepared for this oh (laughs) I'm sorry I didn't mean to ask such a deep question but my brain can't help itself I think um something I want to take is honestly this this it is a it's odd but it's nice this sense of gratitude that I've been having lately I feel like life is truly being wonderful and even in the not so hot parts they've still been pretty cool so like definitely want to take that and move it forward into this next space I think what I want to leave behind is something I've been actively working on it's just like maintaining boundaries and also like maintaining boundaries basically um you want to leave behind a lack of boundaries yes thank you for fixing that for me but yes that's exactly what I want to do I've been getting better at it but once I touch down and Nola like it's over I don't it's I need to maintain boundaries sure um I think right now I'm in this really weird place where it's like I feel like my life is changing I've made steps for my life to change. God has told me my life's going to change. I believe that my life is going to change and yet it hasn't. Yeah. Okay. Um, And I think the thing that I want to take with me is a sense of pleasure through it all. You feel me? That like, even when my life doesn't feel like it's changing, it is. And that I'm constantly moving forward. I think that's the thing that I forgot is that sometimes it feels like my life is stopping and starting. But in reality, I'm constantly moving and flowing. Mm-hmm. And regardless of what direction I'm flowing in, I'm constantly moving somewhere. Yeah. And the thing I want to leave behind is that there is a right or wrong way for me to live my life. Okay. That like there are these rules or steps or tests. Yeah, I think I want to look at my life less as a test and more as like a journey and an opportunity. There's an opportunity to make choices. And regardless of the choices I make, they are the choices I make. Oh, and it's not like, mm, I made a choice here and that was the wrong choice and now I'm on the wrong path. It's like, I made that choice, that choice led me here. And regardless, it's gonna keep taking me where I'm supposed to go. And that nothing, nothing and no one can change or determine my path except for me and the higher, and the higher powers that be. That's beautiful, friend. Thank you. Still feel so icky, but thank you for being in community for it with me. Oh. Yes. Thank you for also being in community. Like, this is, this was needed. Yes, especially because we really need to, uh, we need to be about it once you move. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to have an abundance. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Um, bye, friends. Be blessed, my, my party peoples. Yes. And stay tuned for what's to come. Yes.